<clears throat> Welcome to episode 35 of The Grocery Guru. We are here with that guru, Andrew Grant. How are you? Morning, Darren. Yes, very good. Thank you. All right, good, good. You're off to my house soon, so we're going to uh, make it snappy and grab a bit of your time. Yeah, maybe we should do negotiate. I think we're going to talk about selling. Maybe we should do negotiation based on what I'm up to today. <laughs> All right. You and I were together yesterday at the Algerian Trade Conference. How was that? Well, but virtually. I don't think we were actually in Algeria. Or I didn't notice, but yeah. We were, we were. And what came out of that was there was an audience of about 200. There was the Minister of Trade on the top table. You and I were virtually there as well, offering advice on suppliers who want to become suppliers to UK and European supermarkets. And you and I found a whole bunch coming out of that from the questions they asked. So I'm going to drill into your head and see if we can bring some of that back for our viewers today. Yeah, what, what struck me was just how desperately keen um, overseas suppliers are to get into Brexit Britain. Yes, they they really see it as as um, you know a land of new opportunity, and yeah, they're desperate to do trade with the UK. So, thinking about your years in um, supermarkets, what what made you want to select this supplier as a supplier and not this one? Yeah, no, that's a, that's a good question because I I still you know I still remember particularly when I did produce and a lot of the those Algerian um, suppliers were produce suppliers. You know, I get a. This is going to show my age. I get a faxes every week with you know, um, oh, we can supply you melons for X, and it was always half what I was currently paying. Yes. But I never did business with them because yeah, you know, you, you you've got to be able to, you've got to be able to trust the supplier. You've got to know that they do the basics in terms of technical and logistics. So you know, can they get the stuff to you? Um, and is it not going to be full of harmful chem chemicals and stuff um, when it gets there? I guess it's the two most important things. But what always struck me, um, and I know I've used the analogy before, is very often new suppliers, particularly those from abroad, would just not do their homework. Yeah. And I would sit there thinking I was almost like a travel agent. You know, how may I help you today? Um, yes, let me... Let me guide you through the process of selling to me and let me write the ticket out for you, the itinerary, and here's your seat number, and would you like, you know, would you like a drink before your meal? Honestly, it was like some of the, some of the basics they didn't do was scary. It was, and when we work with current clients and some are suppliers who want to become suppliers to supermarkets, one of the things we're trying to share with them is they've got to do their homework. And that's blindingly obvious, yet we are still surprised by how many that don't. How many that don't know how many depots Tesco have or Sainsbury's have and how the supply chain works. Well, that's, that's you know, I think it's common courtesy, especially in this, this day of the internet, to know how many stores a supermarket group has, um, what faciers they operate on, what their advertising tagline is. You know, that is really basic stuff. Yeah. You know, if you or I are going for an interview, you, you actually bother to find out who your prospective employer is, you know, what they make, how they operate. And it does stagger me because effectively a, a new supplier is going for an interview when they're meeting a buyer. Right. So I think that's common courtesy. Um, and if they don't even know how many stores a retailer has, that they should be shown the door instantly. But then... Um, another level down, um, one of the common things I find, particularly in um, chilled food, um, 
is they don't understand just how sophisticated and just in time the chilled supply chain is in the UK. Yeah. You know, they're staggered when you say you'll get day one for day one orders. Bro, what do you mean day one for day one? Well, you get an order at 8 a.m. and it'll have to be an RDC by 4 p.m. that afternoon. Oh, and by the way, they've got 28 of them. Yes. And, you know, that you can see their heads just exploding. And the other point I heard came out at the conference yesterday, you made a very good point around added value or a USP. Would you just share more with these guys around what you were talking about with, at the Algerian? Well, yeah, that's, that's probably, you know, the third level for me. So, you know, level one, common courtesy, know how many, you know, know, know who you're selling to. Uh, level two, get the technicalities right. So can you deliver? Do you know what safety standards and hygiene standards they insist on? Do you know what the logistics operation is? But then it is about how can you add value to their business? And that's the sophisticated way of selling that we, that we train. It's needs-based selling. So, you know, who are their shoppers? What do their shoppers want? What are the needs that they're trying to deliver for their shoppers? You know, so on a really basic level, you know, are they, are they aiming to go up market? Are they aiming to go down market? Are they value driven? How important are promotions? Um, but on much, you know, on a much more sophisticated level that we spend a lot of time with UK suppliers on, it is, you know, what is the biggest strategic challenge facing an Asda at the moment or a Tesco at the moment? How do they stop the um, erosion of their shoppers to the likes of Aldi and Middle. That's probably the biggest strategic challenge for the, the big four, yeah. is how do we range price and promote to stop the inexorable bleed to Aldi and Little? There's a, it reminded, you just reminded me of a wonderful story. I think his name was Ronnie Owlback, but I'll have to check that. The founder of Goo. And he said that he created some packaging, or his design team created some packaging. He put it on a shelf in Waitrose, it was just a piece of packaging. There's nothing in it, but you wouldn't know. And he checked from up the aisle, see how many people picked it up to see whether he might be able to sell it. And every time he put it there, it got picked up within 10 seconds. When he put it back, he obviously went to the customer and said, look, it's a fake piece of packaging. Put it back and someone else picked it up. And he thought, actually, I've got a good business here. Yeah. Someone wants yeah. It. yeah. In terms of, of standout and, and, and impact, yeah. Um, so, so yeah, it's, um, you know, it's a different, different levels for different suppliers, but, um, you know, you, I suppose, I mean, you know, suppliers are very busy people. They've got their own, you know, businesses to run, but it, it does often surprise me that, that they don't treat it like it's a personal job interview. Um, you know, anybody that goes for a job interview, that's a big thing in your life, in your career. You spend a lot of time prepping and, you know, covering the questions you may get asked, the challenges that may get thrown at you. And yet, you know, you and I have both been staggered over the years at the, the lack of prep and almost the ignorance that you know, is sometimes shown. There's a shame. Just finishing up, we've come up with this mnemonic selling with seven parts. Just give us 30 seconds on that and then we'll let you uh, go and negotiate with the state agents. <laughs> yeah, well, I say it's a seven-step seven mnemonic, is it? Is that what you call it? Mnemonic, yeah. Mnemonic, I call it an acronym, but anyway. Um, acronym to you, mnemonic to me. Um, yeah, just it's a seven-step and I'm sure you'll put a link on the end of this, um, uh, this webinar, but yeah, the seven things you need to uh, 
do, I guess, to prepare to effectively sell. I, I won't go through each of them. We've covered the most important ones, it, which is shopper knowledge, um, educate yourself about the customer. Um, what insights have you got that will differentiate you from the, the rest of the pack? Um, legislation, G Scott, do you, you know, do, do you know how G Scott can protect you? And if you do get into a contractual discussion with a retailer, you need to know what a um, you know, you need to know what a supply agreement is, a written supply agreement and ensure it is drafted correctly. So yeah, you know, a, a nice simple mnemonic, as you call it. Um, but actually, if, 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 you know, if you are planning a meeting with a, a retailer in the next week or so, that'd be a really good starting point. All right. Andrew, thank you very much for your guru-ness. Best of luck buying a house. I will talk to you next week. Okay, take care. Take care. Bye.